Welcome to the Contractor Success Forum. Today, we're giving an assurity industry update. And just for you guys to know, this is 2021, right? What, what year are we in? Wait. Oh my gosh, COVID's just killing me here. This is 2022. We're filing our 2021 taxes for the late people that we're dealing with. So this update will be a quarter two update from what you saw. And we, by the way, are the Contractor Success Forum, and we are giving this information to you because we are here to help you run a more profitable, successful construction business. And we have Wade Carpenter, Carpenter and Company CPAs, and we have Stephen Brown with McDaniel Whitley Bonding and Insurance Agency. And I'm Rob Williams, your profit strategist with Irongate Entrepreneurial Support Systems. So what are we talking about? What is this information from and where are we, Stephen? Well, first of all, you have to ask yourself, who cares to listen to this information? What does it matter to me? But as always on the contractor success form, everything seems to tie together, doesn't it? And in this situation, I'm a surety bonding agent. I represent many different surety companies. And whether those surety companies have an appetite for writing business or not is something that I have to be almost obsessed with because I need to know what's going to happen. There are hard markets where it's hard to get bonds and there's soft markets where it's easy to get bonds. Well, why don't you tell us a little bit about which is which and what's going okay. on with it? Well, the good news is right now we're in what everyone considers and I've interviewed a lot of my friends and peers, everyone and from their corporate headquarters level feel like this is a relatively soft surety market. And that means the capacity for growing your program and getting approved for surety credit is in a very good position. And the reason that is, is because bonding companies since the last hard market have generally kept their losses as an industry average of 20% or less. So it's been kind of level. And because of that, you as a contractor should be getting better deals, better rates, more bonding capacity from the sureties. Because if your surety won't offer it, someone else will. And that's a discussion you have with your surety agent. But just hot off the press, the, the second quarter of 2022, is showing that the top 25 companies are showing well below 20% losses. So that's what we look for. And so they come out and these bonding companies are ranked by their size, by how much premium is written. I may have mentioned before, but the top five for the last six or seven years have always been Travelers, Liberty, CNA, Zurich, Chubb, Hartford and in, in that area are considered the, the biggest of the big. And they write double and triple the size of premium that number six, seven, eight, nine, and 10 do. So when you look at the top surety underwriters, you look at the overall percent. And right now, the top 10 are averaging 12%, the top 100, like 23%. So that's good. So that's means that we've still got a good market ready to write bonds. That's great. I guess I would ask, what's the difference in a hard market and what causes that? Can you give us some examples of things like that have happened in the past? Well, a hard market occurs when the surety companies have so many claims that they get a little bit, I don't know if scared's the word, but they got to pull back their reins a little bit. They have to be a little bit pickier about who they're underwriting. 
because almost always when a surety company has losses above the 20% level, they're more carefully scrutinized in-house. Also, some surety companies spread their risk to what's called reinsurance companies. And those reinsurance companies are micromanaging them even more. So that creates a hard market and the bonds get harder to get. The last hard market, Wade, in the surety industry was really 2001 to 2004. It was really 2003, 2000 was considered a hard market. We had Enron, $569 million of claims paid by bonding companies on the Enron situation. We had two surety companies go out of business that were relatively big players, uh, and we created a perfect storm. And uh, right now, it's amazing how many clients we see that are showing a profit on their financial statement just because of the PPP money. COVID took a bigger hit than we could understand. Some of our contractors, PPP money still sitting in their bank. Some of them needed it to make it that year. I guess I would ask too, the PPP did pump up a lot of contractors. There was a lot of contractors that got the disaster loan, the EIDL loans. Is that artificially making these contractors look better than they are? Or is it the fact that it seems like construction is booming in several parts of the country right now. So what do you see happening? Well, it, it might be, Wade. And then also, remember, we're looking at a financial statement that you did from the last fiscal year. The real current information we may not know. And you may show profit on the books, but then you may have bid a lot of work cheap or say because of material supply issues or the time frame of the project. You're showing a loss on your work on hand. The bonding companies don't know. So the more you can talk it out with your accountant and your, your bonding agent and communicate with the surety companies, the easier they're going to feel about continue to extend you bond credit because they don't know if this material issues and this time frame. The Associated General Contractors just did a survey. 74% of their contractors said their jobs are taking much, much longer than they anticipated. 74%. And 54% said they're running four months old. So how does that affect the surety industry? Well, time is money and you lose money. It's not there to back up your bonds. So I guess in your opinion, given that the bond market is like this, is this a good time for contractors to really get in with a bonding company and really firm up that relationship? It is. You know, this is the time to take advantage of a good market. And also to let a new surety company know that we're doing business the right way and our jobs have backlog gross profit and we have money in the bank and we're ready to go. That's when your program can be stretched and it'll probably be two or three years from now before the surety industry sees the impact of what's going on right now with the recession and the material supplies and the jobs taking longer to complete. How that's going to affect the market is probably three or four years out is what everybody tells me. Yeah. I guess I would ask too, because you talked about the last really hard market was 2001 through three, but what about the 2008, 9, 10? A lot of the commercial guys that I had, oh, I had a lot of people in grading and concrete and things like that. Some of them didn't survive. Some of them filed bankruptcy and some of them were trying to, there were some bond claims there too. 
So did that not cause a situation there or was it just people didn't seem to be able to get bonds for a while? It did, Wade, but it didn't create a hard market. A lot of the top 10 type 20 were showing some big hits in the 40, 50% level. But the hard market is triggered when the surety companies are really up there in this 60, 70% loss ratio. Because remember the bonding companies with the reason 20% is a guideline for them is because they have a lot of expenses out of that. And even though a surety bond is not an insurance product, they don't anticipate paying claims. If they underwrite you properly, they don't have claims, but they do have claims. We know that. And there's also a lot of expense involved in producing a bond. So that's the way insurance companies think. They take what profit they have from an insurance standpoint. A combined loss ratio that's under 100% is considered pretty good because there's a lot of premium coming in that's invested. So, but from a surety standpoint, there are a lot more expenses that come out of producing a surety business. Also, the surety business is growing. So a few years ago, analysis was done, you know, surety industry, we're growing estimated to 2037, 6.8%. So it's growing. Surety companies are making money. When they're making money, they want to make more and they want to do more business and they're pushed to grow. So a lot of surety companies do that by loosening up their underwriting requirements a little bit, taking on new risk getting more creative in how they look at those risks. And another way they're doing it is through mergers and acquisitions of other sureties. Yeah, I think you just took the thunder out of my next question because that's exactly what I was going to say is, I guess construction seems to be booming in certain parts of the country and insurance companies designed to make some money. So given that, I guess that's why they've sort of loosened the credit requirements and things like that. And do you see it? changing in the near future? Folks I talk to and our perspective is no. We're doing more bid bonds than we've done in a number of years here at McDaniel Whitley. We kind of gauge things that way. The activity's there. The ability to get bonds for our clients is in, in the best possible position we can be in right now. So that's what I want our listeners to know. It's a good market. Go out there and see what you can do. And I guess just, I know we're going all over the place with this one, but I know about 10 years ago, I had some contractors that hit the bankruptcy thing. And usually for credit reporting, seven or 10 years is pretty much letting people off the hook. So I know you probably don't want to go into this, but say a contractor ever had a bankruptcy, can they get bonded again, even in a soft market? Well, even in a soft market, that bankruptcy is a tough hill to climb. A lot of bond agents will say, absolutely not. It's impossible. But there's ways to get the job done. I've had bond underwriters tell me that bankruptcies due to a health-related problem, they can be more lenient. Also, you have to have a really good backup story behind the bankruptcy that you can sell the underwriter that gives them more comfort level in that individual. See, because we're, I guess we're getting in the character issue here. You're like, I had to file bankruptcy. Well, tell us the story. What happened? And also a bonding company that maybe is not so heavy into reinsurance, then the, the job is not that big. And they can also throw a few controls on there till they get your feet wet, like funds management and other items until 
they get a comfort level of working with you. So no is never no. I would also ask, since we're talking about this, if this is a good market for somebody to try to get bonded, I know there are always, it's an intimidation factor, I think, for a lot of people if they're not used to it. I know Rob's talked about that before, but what's generally required and is this the time people should be coming to talk to you and at least developing a relationship? I believe it is, guys. Any particular Uh, things that they need to be getting in order or they would need to have to come apply for a bond that you can talk about? Well, the main thing is just call them. Let's talk. Let's see where you are now and what you want to do. What's your current situation and what do you want to accomplish? Then based on the information that you give me, I can tell you, well, it sounds like we could do this. Let's shoot for this and we'll get going on getting you what you need. I know a lot of times when I've had contractors try to get a bond for the first time, they really don't have any job costing records. And usually you're going to be asking us for a WIP schedule and we're trying to create that. So I think I've preached before about, hey, start early. But any other tips on that? Well, no, that's a great point, Wade, because at that point where we don't have work on hand schedules, then we're really capped at what the bonding companies will do. Used to be without work on hand schedule, you got no bonds. But now with the credit scoring bonds, you can get bonds up to a million dollars or more. Always ways to get things done. But your financial information that you help your clients put together, you teach them and you coach them on how to get this information to us, really, it greases the treads. It makes things happen. You know that. Okay. Were there any other updates you wanted to fill us in on? or? No, that's it. Okay. All right. Well, that sounds good. Well, I appreciate you answering those questions because, dear listeners, Stephen can't hear me today. So I appreciate you working on that. And I will take us out, though, even watch Stephen Stephen smile because he can't hear me. So this has been the Contractor Success Forum with uh, Wade Carpenter, Carpenter and Company CPAs. And I'm Rob Williams with Irongate Entrepreneurial Support Systems. And we have Stephen Brown. Thank you so much for that good update on 2022 quarter number two thanks for listening and come back to the next contractor success forum